0: Hello and welcome to the Strong podcast. I'm your host Jennifer Johnson, creator of the Strong method and full-time holistic health and life coach who helps working moms and mompreneurs love their lives, love themselves, and get healthy in a way that doesn't suck. I give it to you straight. I hold you to being your best self and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing a family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. All right, friend, we are in the end of November around in the corner of November here. And this is a this episode is timed for that reason, because well first of all backdrop of covid uh and how all the research coming out is showing that women especially working moms are getting the brunt of the emotional labor and the physical labor that's being renegotiated with um, working from home and different job situations and everything that covid is putting on us and i want to acknowledge that in this episode and remind you that you were not crazy if you were feeling like um, you know, the, th- the thing that drives me crazy the most is that I have so many amazing clients who are doing so much for their family and they feel badly when they start to get resentful or get upset about it or feel like they're drowning because someone else has it so much worse. And that is true. However, you also need to get really good at honoring your situation and saying, man, this sucks for me. And that's why I'm stressed out. And that's why I'm dealing with this. And I want to give you permission to do that. It's really powerful to take that back and obviously acknowledge the big things that are happening around us that maybe could be our should be worse. But that doesn't minimize the situation that you are currently in Um, and It's been tough, friends. So, you know, when when uh, COVID hit in March for us, you know we're really again, we're really lucky that Ryan is able to work from home. And then Zeke went full time, you know, he's doing distance learning and now he's in hybrid for this school year. But it was a big shift and it took up, I would say, and he would agree, Ryan would agree that it took up more of my time and energy to figure out, you know, how we're going to get him to this new special day camp and with school drop off and doing distance learning stuff that I really took on the lion's share almost without conversation. And I, this is, I, I don't want to get in, you know, I acknowledge in the po—in in this episode that um, I don't want to get into the husband hating. That's not what I'm here. Because if you go into any mom group on Facebook, you don't have to search for long to find a husband hating post. And my husband's the worst. Oh, my husband's the worst. Um, they're everywhere. And there's reason for that, right? That given the research on the unfair tilt of the emotional and physical load that working moms carry, it's no wonder, Right. But I also want to acknowledge that, and this can be, this is a little controversial friend. So I hope that you hear my meaning through maybe some of the words that I might mince, um, is that we as women also can have an impact on that. And so I realized that, you know, the, we, I mean, again, maybe we did, but I can't fully remember if we had a conversation about, hey, you're going to take on distance learning and I'm going to do this and X, Y, Z. Um, And this goes back to an episode that I had a few episodes ago that talks about the art of appreciation. And go back and listen to that, episode 90. This is another, that will be another really great tool to have in your tool belt if you start feeling this resentment popping up, especially around the holidays, because again, as as high achieving women, as women in general, as working moms, we often are given without discussion, the who's, you know, the buying of gifts, the planning of holidays, the arranging of travel schedules. These are all things that we've taken on. But I also want to flip the script a little bit and realize how did we get here? and take a second to go, wow, where did I, how did I start taking on all this responsibility with little to no discussion? Oftentimes it comes from a sense of I can do it better or he's gonna mess it up or controlling. And that can be true, right? Like your your partner, if you give them more responsibility and more um, more of the load, they're gonna probably mess it up and they're gonna do it in their own way. And a, a book that I would highly recommend, if this is resonating with you and you're like, man, yep, I. Have a hard time kind of releasing that stuff, but man, I could freaking use some help. How do I do this really well? Um, a book that I recommend is uh, by Tiffany Dufu, and it's called Drop the Ball. And she talks about her and her partner how they manage the emotional and physical load of having a family. And she talks about some really inventive ideas that aren't just like you know hire more help, which is not always financially responsible. And all these you know with with COVID as well. It's not it's not as easy to bring someone into your COVID bubble, right? And to be like, okay, we're gonna hire a babysitter, but then that exposes us to xyz and it causes, you know, more things to think about which can just feel more exhausting. So I totally acknowledge that. But I want you to get curious and if this if this spikes something in you that makes you feel defensive where you're like, "Man, but my husband is the worst and he doesn't pick up anything and he doesn't, you know, volunteer to cook meals and he doesn't volunteer to pick up the kid from school." Realize that this that my hope is that you are in a partnership where there is you're able to grow and you're able to change and able to go, Hey, this is getting to be too much and I need some help, but not in a way where you are knee deep in laundry, yelling at him from across the kitchen type of way. These conversations typically go better when they're had in a more calm, emotional state where you've really thought about what do I really need and what do I really want. And so I want to challenge you to, to first of all, take time for yourself to reflect. Where are you drowning? Where can you drop the ball and stop doing something? Or where can you start pawning things off and delegating something to someone else? And that could be your partner. That could be your older children. That could be a parent. That could be a caretaker. I mean, really anybody. But the way to help our spouses help themselves is to first start and realize how did we get here? And to stop volunteering for things. And, you know, whenever I th- say that to clients, they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't volunteer for the PTA this year. Or I didn't volunteer to be on that, you know, the the board for the bank. Or I didn't. No, I mean at home. Like, how are you unknowingly and just by reactionary volunteering for things? Whether it's to plan dinner for the whole week or it's to do the laundry or it's to pick up the kids or to sign the permission slip or set up the doctor's appointments. Where are you involuntarily or mindlessly just doing things because you've always just done them? So start to take those, take stock of those things and start to question them and go, oh. And I don't mean to like, because what can happen with this? And there's a book called Fair Play that I, I don't necessarily recommend. I get I get the point with it, but I don't necessarily recommend. But if you want to dive into it, do it. And it will give you a giant list of, of the things that we do. And when you start realizing the emotional labor we carry around, it's insane. Like women... Will like for me an example. I'll walk around the house, and when I'm in the bathroom, I'm like oh, soap's getting low, gotta add that to the grocery list. Oh, I see TP's low. Okay. Oh, yep, we're getting to a few more scoops of dogs of the dog food, so I gotta call the vet and get her special food ordered. I just take stock of these things. And unless we're like literally going to a grocery run, Ryan really doesn't. And that's not good or bad. That's a skill that I have. I don't want to diminish that skill. But I also can take that and say, hey, honey, put it on your grocery list to pick up more soap. Here's the kind we use. Here's a picture. However, I can set him up for success, right? And so while it should be like, well, shouldn't our partners just want to do these things? Shouldn't they just know how to do these? Why do I have to be the keeper of the keys? Again, where, how did we start this, right? Because you probably didn't start your relation. You maybe did, but, but most, most of us, I don't want to say most, I'll I'll retract that statement. Some of us did not start our relationships with children. So then these things that we're doing with our children, setting up the vet thing, or said the vet, good Lord, setting up the doctor's appointment um, and sorting through the clothes and buying the boots and making sure the snow pants fit and all these things these are things that we've taken on unknowingly, most likely without a conversation. So first, get curious. What are the things that you are currently doing emotional labor and physical labor-wise that your partner just really has no idea? And how are we handicapping them? How are we not saying, hey, honey, I need you to sort through the socks for the kids or hey, honey, and you might laugh. Oh my goodness, I can hear some of you going like, really, if I told my husband to sort through the winter clothes, well, shoot, man, well, then stop complaining about having to go through the winter clothes. So either own it and take it or start pawning that stuff off and teach your spouse how to do it. If there's a specific way, and also recognize there might not be a specific way. Is the end goal X, like what's the end goal? And how can you get there? And the way they get there might be very different from how you would get there, but keep your focus on the end goal. Okay, because that's what can happen is I know I heard from my partner as well, where I'll say, hey, I'm going to hand this over to you. And then I'll micromanage every single step there. And that doesn't feel good to him. And he achieves the end goal. And so it's kind of just like letting it go a little bit, letting them find their own way with that. But think about all the things you do. Your partner should know who the doctor and the dentist and the pediatrician and the whatever for your kid is. They should have those numbers and know when their checkups are scheduled. They should know what vet your dog goes to and what medication they're on. How can you inform your partner? And, and the conversation can be super easy to start with and just say, hey, I realize I've been taking on a lot of the little to-dos around the house and the side of the emotional labor, and I really want you to be informed. So that you can also feel like a a half of this household, you know, and I don't believe in 50-50. That's just an inachievable goal. But with our spouses, how can we help them help themselves by equipping them with the tools they need to be successful? And for us to realize that the way they're going to get there is 45 times differently than the way we think they should get there. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you got to go, no, you got to you gotta get this food. It can't be the generic because it makes the dog's stomach sick, right? But there are some things where you're like, yeah, okay, that works. And you learn to let go little by little. But first you got to think about, man, what, what part do I play in this? How have I handicapped my spouse? How have I unknowingly without conversations taking on these responsibilities that are making me feel overwhelmed and feel resentful? And then how can I, in a kind way, teach my spouse and train them up to be the parent. They probably want to be, they probably don't love just sitting back and having you, they what they don't love is you feeling resentful and getting upset. Right. And that's the end result of you not having them as a well-informed parent of them just coasting along and they might really like it, or they can just coast along and not have to know all these things. Right. But they don't like when you get resentful and are yelling at them about socks because it's the 10th time that, you know, you haven't said, hey, here's how I need the socks done, or hey, you're in charge of the socks. So I hope this is making sense. But I want to acknowledge that you are not crazy when it comes to those feelings of resentment. We... As women have been, there's uh, patriarchy friends. This goes like way deeper than just like this episode or this concept of emotional labor. It very much stems from how we were raised, what we saw modeled, what we see society model and expect of us, and just taking things on without conversation because it's what we've always done. But then if the end result is you feeling stretched thin and resentful of your partner and annoyed with your kids and like no one else is helping you, then that's not an end result that's worth it. So it's time then to start offloading things and have communication with your support team. And this, when I say partner, this could be your husband. This could be your wife. This could be your friend at school. This could be whoever, whoever you need to say, Hey, I need help. And can you help me do this and start saying no to more things, but here, let me help you understand how to do that so they can take on that responsibility. So I hope this makes sense. Um, let me know if it does. I know it can be, when I was like trying to figure out what to say and how to say it, I know it can be triggering. I don't wanna say like, well, you're responsible for the way that your husband is treating you. <laughs> Cause that can seem really harsh, but I think it is worth examining saying, okay, what are things I'm automatically just saying yes to? And I, and th- friends, all the stuff that I do here with the bombstrong method and the MomStrong podcast and everything I post is from personal experience. Hint friends. It's not just coming out of nowhere. It really is things that I have gone through and that I've examined that I'm still examining. And so I hope that's comforting to know that, you know, I'm even going through it. And then I acknowledge that you are going through it. And I want to help you through it with more grace and ease. So just getting curious, not shaming yourself, not being like, well, this is all my fault. I just, I did this. So now it's my fault. Like, I'm not shaming you. I'm saying, hey, get curious where, there haven't been conversations and you have just picked up the slack because it's just what you've always done and how that is or is not serving you. And then write all that stuff down that can actually be passed on or at least train up your partner. So you're not the keeper of the keys. So they know where to get the keys to drive the family ship, the family boat, the family car, wherever it needs to go in a way that feels really good. Okay. Friends wrap up the episode. Um, don't forget, head over to Instagram, jennifer.t.johnson. Give me a follow. I do lots of cool stuff on the stories. I share lots of little mini trainings almost um, every other day or so. And if you haven't yet, go to the link in my bio there, or there's a link in the show notes here for the podcast. Um, I have a massive freebie bundle for you. If you have not grabbed it yet, there is something in there for everybody. And while you may not use some of the tools right now, I promise you eventually you will want to use them all. And so that includes over 30 recipes, a 31-day habit tracker wheel to really track your habits, Um, my cycle syncing 101 training, a template meal planner the instead of list tool if you don't know what I'm talking about go back to the last episode listen to that and then also access to all the cool freebie stuff that I'm doing the podcast the love note email every week the MomStrong free Facebook group so sign up for it with a link in the show notes or you can head to jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram it's in my bio there and remember you are mom strong you're not meant to be normal or average you are meant not to be perfect but exceptional in your own way As always, I'm here in your corner cheering you on and believing you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love.